the sand and walk in the whole court truth Gonna splash the contrast Cause this thing illegal and being is fuck ass Spend it on her. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Hell no. That's what they got. That's uh. That sounds like some simping shit, but I guess ain't. Hey, is it simping when they paid like that? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I guess not. That's not many you're gonna miss. But, but you, but you see niggas in the club singing that shit with dirty Air Force Ones on, and you're like, hey man, don't. Oh, that's that's liquor talking. Yeah, they, like that's different. They, like, don't. <laughs> yeah, you've been at the bar. You you like, all right, let me trick Doe. They'll like me. Like, Hail Mary to get some, bump all that. Um, we ain't well, doing I don't, that you no know what's, what's funny now is that Dirty Sneakers are in, which is kind of weird. Um, Where? Nigga, high fashion. Niggas that got a lot of bread. Like, I think, like, these sneaker, these, these high fashion sneaker makers are now making like pre dirty. White sneakers. <laughs> well, okay. She was looking like the back of Kanye head and shit. No, I'm I don't just, want them. I don't get it. I don't get it, man. But I mean, I guess that's rich people trying to look like they're meager, be Let more me relatable. Show I'm one of you still. Yeah. No, yeah, that's that's definitely you know some Ashton Kutcher, you know, your shoes Mila start musty. Shit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna wash these shoes either. Man, I went to the liquor store the other day. And this nigga that worked in there, who well, I say nigga, but he wasn't black. He was some of uh, of another another uh, race. But yeah, gen- general term, general term. I tell you, this cat was musty. I was like, bruh, why do you smell like that in here? And you all you you in here mopping the floor and shit. You ain't wearing no deodorant, dog. That shit. What, that shit. Hurt. I mean, was he working hard? And you know, sometimes that just happens. You know, man. You don't, man. You if you run through some deodorant in your armpits because you mopping the floor that aggressively. Oh man, how clean job. was the? How clean was the floor though? Who cares? If the floor was super clean, you could say he was being but that aggressive. The air isn't clean. <laughs> he just moved the funk. Off the ground, <laughs> right, right up into his arms. Like, yo, that's just hard. Oh that man, hard. that is terrible. Hey, what up, y'all? Back, back again. Welcome back to Illegal Opinions Podcast, episode ninety-one. Listen with an open mind to leave mad. The choice is yours. I am your comedian and host, Sam Ridley, in the Sam, building. Get on my last nerve. Your hands sound ashy as shit. I'm here with my man, a hundred grand, Marcus Palmer, in the my building. That's what money sound like, nigga. Sound ashy? Yeah. I'm rub your money together. Never mind. You wouldn't know nothing about that. Nah, I rub credit cards together. So, you know. Broke boy. Yeah. <laughs> Broke boys in the building tonight. <laughs> hey, sometimes you got to let them know. Throw nipples <laughs> in the club. Oh, shit. Oh, man. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to hear back from y'all. I know y'all happy to hear back from us. Get to listen to us for another uh, another week. I just got back from Arizona. Stand mm-hmm. up live, Norco in Paris. A weekend of crazy shows. I had a great time. That you could have shut the fuck up shows, uh, short shirts shows, um, have been running out of my hands. Like, I couldn't sell them fast enough. Get them now while I'm still being generous and helping y'all with shipping a little bit because I'm not doing that next week. This is for my diehards, my people, my listeners, my uh, my fans, um, and and I appreciate y'all. So I just want them on your backs to show my appreciation. Uh, This was a week of shows that was like it went from great to humbling to amazing. Mm. Um, you know, I told y'all last week when the Chappelle one came out, and we'll get to that, that um, 
that it was three shows and one of them was this stop in a, at a brewery two breweries one of them was your standard go in the corner of the brewery do a set thing and then i did this show at another brewery i've never done in paris california there's no niggas in paris california so yeah. we get there um we get there right the brewery is packed but there's no comedy show happening in the brewery because the parking lot is having Oktoberfest okay. for Mexicans. Okay. I didn't know Mexicans did Oktoberfest. I mean, but people are gonna be where the drinks is at. So big facts. So so couple that with the fact that when I get there, there's a, basically a block party happening. People are mm-hmm. dancing, people are drunk because the Dodgers had just lost. Right. And if you ever been to California, Mexicans roll hard with their doyers out here. They do. Super hard. Mm-hmm. So they're fucked up and drinking because the game has just went off and they're dancing. And the DJ's like, yo, 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 I see y'all having a good time. We about to stop this right now for a comedy show. <laughs> like, Whoops. Right. All of us is like, this is a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? Um, host goes up. Nobody gives a shit. Second comic goes up. Nobody gives a shit. Um, and slowly, some there was like three people paying attention the whole mm-hmm. time. And then I got up there and he was like, I don't know how you managed to grab the attention. This is not me tooting my own horn. I didn't expect it to go well either. Mm. And the only way I know people was paying attention is because afterwards I had to go back to my car to get more shirts. Like it was like that. Off a of night, I was like, oh, yeah, this is just going to be something I did one day. And it went well. And then Stand Up Live in Arizona was super dope. Biggest comedy club in Phoenix right now. I'll be back there already off of some bookings, future dates. I will let y'all know when those come up. Can't wait to go back to Phoenix. Love it out there. I really do. Phoenix is dope. I really do. Phoenix is pretty dope. Um, some shit came up while I was out there. There's a girl that uh, I added uh, from the show, a uh, comic, and she made a post today. And I was like, well, shit, we got to talk about that now. Okay. Freedom, of, freedom of speech. Okay. So we got a, we got a young pod. You know, we're not, you know, the Buttons and the, the Rogans and things. Mm-hmm. So... We've had many conversations up here about like how nobody owns us. You can't cancel us. We're not on all that type of shit. Right. Right. So. um, <clears throat> This is the post from a, a comic out there and I'm gonna leave her name out of it. But um, attention, all followers of mine, please read. There's a podcast out here. I'm not going to shout their podcast out either. Ran by a couple of Arizona open micers and I did my research on them. There are strictly open mic comics out there. Mm-hmm. They're not doing any. In, they're trying to still get established in the city they're in so they figured let's start a podcast bro off top right seems sound okay so uh i guess they're up to like 30 something episodes and they this is from the post they decided to say some very disrespectful things about a few really great comedian females uh in the area uh there's a show coming up uh on the 17th of november and they were on their podcast and quoted by saying, this is the worst lineup they've ever seen. And that there's only two and a half fuckable female comics in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they go on to talk shit about some of the club owners, some of the mm-hmm. bookers that haven't put them on. Um, in a city that is a very, very big well, I won't say big, but what I noticed from being out there a couple of times is there's a lot of female comics in Phoenix, and a lot of them are bookers. Well, so, females period in Phoenix. Well, absolutely. Becky Land. Woo, Lord. Um, so, 
Somebody in the comment section goes, freedom of speech. I'll let hmm. you guess what color they were. Um, they shouldn't be canceled because they should be able to say what they want to say. Obviously, somebody with a cooler head let them know pretty quick. Nobody's saying they can't say what they want to say. Mm -hmm. You have freedom of speech. Uh, you just also get consequences. And, and of course, any <sighs> Trumper answer, because I don't know if they're a Trump supporter, but it's a Trumper answer. They start going to the whole legalities of what freedom of speech is without retribution and all of that sort of thing. Right. Does that apply when you just say some outlandish shit on your podcast? The way I look at it is, well, actually, let me, I want to know what you think first as a non-comic. As a non-comic, I believe that, um, what, number one, I don't think what they said was, was bad. I mean, you can have an opinion. If you don't think the show was good, that's fucking fine for you to say it's not. My opinion is that that show is not good. I'm voicing my opinion on my platform. There's nothing wrong with you saying that. The whole, you know, there's two and a half fuckable females, uh, fuckable comics in, in Phoenix. That's a joke. I understand that's a joke. There's probably way more than that. I'm sure of it. Um, it sounds like the, the young lady that made the, that made the post um, felt the way because she's a comic and she probably thought they weren't talking about her when she was going to the defense of other women comics in the area because she wants more opportunity for more women comics in the area. Perfectly fine with that. When you have that platform and you say whatever you're going to say, you got to understand that um, there are going to be people that have an issue with what you say. Like I was talking to someone earlier today and um, we were talking about, we were talking about the, um, the Chappelle, uh, the, the stand up on Netflix. Mm hmm. And uh, she says, like, why do you think it's such a such a big deal? Like, why do you why do you think there's such a big deal still ongoing? Um, and I was like, well, you know, because, you know, Dave hasn't responded yet. Now, there's been more pushback as well. Right. It's been more pushback. So if you're a woman, if you're a, 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 a black person, if you're a transgender, if you are gay, if you are queer or if you are, or whatever, if you're a podcaster, <laughs> the more relevance you get, the more pushback will come with that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if nobody gave a fuck, people would not be, people would not respect your stance. The bigger you get, if you want to be, if you want to be a, um, if you want to be a stage actor, you're a stage actor, but you want more respect, you want more money. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the big screen. There is more scrutiny and more criticism that comes with you making that transition. I mean, there gonna be more eyes on that, right? There gonna be more opinions about what you say and what you do. So it all bars back down to okay. If you say something like that on a podcast, expect pushback. Whether you agree with it or not, you could say freedom of speech or whatever the fuck you want to say, but there are going to be people out there that have more to say as well. If right. you don't want the pushback, then don't, if you don't want to push back, be Kevin Hart. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And just be I safe understand. and don't say any, and just love everybody and don't say anything sketchy. And that's that. Okay. That, that's what I was getting at. Um, I, excellent response, by the way, but there has to be something said about your intelligence level when you're shitting on the community you're trying to join. Right. Like as a new comic, 
in an area and you start a podcast. So, yes, you jump into these communities and hell, as much as it's unheard of, I, I keep hearing it's different when you go to different places besides L.A., Mm. Other comics are usually real, real supportive of what other comics is doing. They're like, oh, you got a podcast? Cool. I'll check it out. Yeah. So a female that's obviously in your circle, you know, they heard it. Now, whether she is trying to get other females on or not, there's a lot of female bookers out there. Mm-hmm. For sure. There's a lot of people that respect the female comics that are on this lineup. So even if you're a dude listening and it's like, why are you shitting on them? I, the the defense from a dude that wasn't one of these two guys that run the pod that goes freedom of speech, you can say whatever the fuck you want to. Mm-hmm. And they did. But when you start knocking on these doors, for sure, you know, and they go, nah, you you be shitting on females and we don't want to deal with that because of the movements that are happening, because, yeah. you know, that whatever. You don't get to yell, well, what about my freedom of speech at that yeah. point? You had it. Yeah. You had it and you spent it. For sure. I mean, and that goes back to what we were talking about with the, uh, and we're going to talk about this. Sorry, everybody. It's going to come on and off during the podcast. So let's get ready for it. Back to the Chappelle thing. We said that Chappelle can do whatever the fuck he wants to do and say whatever the fuck he wants to say because he's not dancing to everybody else's beat. He doesn't want to be in your fucking movies. He doesn't care. Yeah. He, he can obviously do his own comedy from his, literally from his fucking backyard. Literally, 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 <laughs> he doesn't need your approval. No, and that's like you. When you asked me before, we have a conversation here about you know when this podcast grows and we become this more notoriety comes with it. How would you feel if people went back and listened to our podcast tapes and you know felt the way about things that I said or things that you said or whatever you know we've had conversations about? Right. And I said, look, if those people don't get that there is honesty and entertainment value and a lot of this shit is just jokes and you can't deal with that i don't want your fucking money anyway well i think the problem with that is something that me and you've talked about where you say you hate how comics will hide whatever they're feeling under the guise of i'm a comedian so people will go hey i went back and listened to y'all's pod and you said blah 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 Mm-hmm. And then you get to pick, I get to pick and go, oh, well, that was comedy. That was real talk. And that was, you know what yeah, I'm saying? For sure. But but that's that privilege that comes with doing it where they go, oh, you're hiding behind a narrative that you choose after the fact. Well, it, well, it also goes back to how many episodes have you heard? Absolutely. Because if, because if you listen to three, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't know the tone of the podcast. You you, don't, you haven't all. been with this journey. Like, you don't understand that you... Like, people that listen to us, and we love you guys, and we really do appreciate the support. People that, that listen to us, they know when we're fucking off. They know now. when the shit's fucking a joke and when it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, you, there is a tone. It's like, I mean, but it's just like with Dave's comedy. It's like with, with any comedian's comedy. Like, people, people, people were saying... Um, Tony Hinchcliffe. They were like, yo, if you know, if you know Tony Hinchcliffe, you understand his comedy, his rhythm, what he gets into and why he says certain things, why he does certain things. I don't follow Tony Hinchcliffe. So when he goes off on the Asian and, and throws the, you know, the slurs around doing whatever he does. I don't get that shit because I don't follow him. Right. And guess what? I haven't gone back to follow him since then. So if you're so fucking offended by comedians doing comedy shit, once you find some shit, that you don't like, don't go back and watch it. Bruh, same conversation I was having earlier. The Blue Collar Comedy Tour. 
I watched half of that shit one time. And turned it off. And turned it off. Not saying there's anything wrong with it. I know it's not for me. And you didn't go back from Sticks and Stones and go, I hated that. Let me go watch <laughs> the closer now. Let me yeah. go tune in to this other shit that I was offended that I may be offended by. So, I mean, yeah. But uh, but with Homegirl, I mean, I don't know, man. Um, I know what you know the term "busting balls" is, and I feel like as a comedian, I don't know her. Maybe she knows those guys better than than, of course, better than I do. But I think she might have. I don't know, man. Like tick. That shit's a grain of salt. Like it's two guys talking about whatever. Like, why so why are you so why are you so offended by these two guys saying what they said? Like you're a comedian. Like people have said way worse shit to you in the green room than what those two guys just said on a podcast that probably, you know, maybe 50 people listen to. Right. And when I read it, I tried to think about it on both sides of the coin. If you read it off a female's page and she reads that a dude says it ain't but two and a half of these bras is fuckable out here anyway it mm. sounds terrible if i when i think about it in terms of just being on a podcast like even you and i let's say we right. made a similar statement it sounds in jest however comma i wouldn't do it in an arena i'm trying to get in so it, it, it you know what i'm saying there's a yeah. there's a thing there it's like a, okay good joke no you're not getting booked over here good job <laughs> i mean you know what i'm saying it's yeah, like no, hey really. you, now you get to lay on that now so to me, I think both are right. I think she's right in being offended if she chooses to be. You could be offended. I don't know if, you know, this person, and, and there's other thing too. I don't know these people. Like, they're not friends of mine. I haven't had conversations right. with these women. But So I don't know if she's an avid listener at a podcast. I would venture to say now mm -hmm. she's going to tune in next week for sure. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> you know and, what I'm saying? And, and whoever else was offended by that statement are going to tune in as well. To see right. if there's more to be angry at, just like with um, this last day spell a special, which I mean, I, I don't want to call it a comedy special because somebody put it in my ear. They were like, I don't think that was a comedy special. That was like Dave does Detroit. Like one yeah. night only. This is not a comedy special. This is me. You know, it's you and me, this Mike. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, but the same thing, like people, I, I think I read something earlier earlier today or maybe yesterday where we're saying that squid games and i could be wrong i don't you don't have to fact check me just listen motherfuckers squid games and the Chappelle special are the highest streamed uh netflix shows like ever or up there right now yeah they're up there they're up there their their quarterly numbers are higher than even netflix expected Hey, that's why I get a nigga 24 mil. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we can switch gears to that, yeah. matter of fact. Um, and and I know I know y'all are probably like, y'all, we talked about the Ch Ch Chappelle, uh, Chappelle special for the entirety of a pod last week. And a lot of y'all enjoyed that for some reason. Like, we stuck to a topic. Um, but it's it was going to be an ongoing thing. Y'all couldn't have thought that was going to go away quickly. And I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, personally because that was us really just switching gears. There's so much yeah. news and so much bad news, more than good news nowadays. So, you know, we thought it'd be good to just like, let's dive into something and have a deeper, much, much, much deeper conversation about one topic that we could really like, you know, get our hands into and um, and 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 expound upon like just the different aspects of the things that were being said during that show. But um, yes. but yeah, so, I thought that was I thought that was good. I thought it was dope, too. Um, so. 
of course, it was going to keep moving. It was going to keep going. And I think an interesting thing is happening that I don't know if people realize or not, but the longer this goes on, and every time I see a headline about Chappelle's special, LGBTQ community, blah, 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 this person, this celebrity is saying, I stand with you, the walkout this week, you're literally proving his point. Mm-hmm. The longer this goes on, it's like you're literally proving his point. You can do whatever you want, but don't hurt uh, a gay person's feelings or a trans person's feelings. And right. that whole thing is happening. So when this originally happened, Netflix CEO, I stand with Chappelle. Mm-hmm. I saw a gang of people. Yo, Netflix got my business for life. This right. dude, he's a real one. Okay. Right. So. He just recently makes a statement, uh, obviously I screwed up <laughs> that internal communication. I did that. And I'm quoting him right now. Mm-hmm. And I screwed it up in two ways. First and foremost, I should have led with a lot more humanity, meaning I had a group of employees who were definitely feeling pain and hurt from a decision we made. And I think that needs to be acknowledged up front before you get into the nuts and bolts of anything. I'm going to stop mm-hmm. right there. You don't get to say it should have been, ad- uh, been addressed up front now. Right. Like, no, you, now you're backpedaling because you want to appease everybody now that Netflix is about to be hiring. <laughs> you know, that's some bullshit to me that he would come back and do that. I'm like, so which, so do you stand with what Dave Dave's because originally he was saying Dave should have the right to express his art. Yes. He's not saying any of that. If y'all and y'all can go read his full statement. He's not saying any of that now. Now he's trying to appease the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. And a part of me is like, why? And I know some of y'all will hear that and be like, well, what do you mean? Why? They're people too. It ain't got shit to do with none of the issues. It's got to do with, is he worried about his bottom line going down? Right. The answer is no. And as Chappelle put in sticks and stones, bitch, you clicked on my face. Yeah. Why do y'all keep clicking on Chappelle? There's 10,000 other things you can watch on netflix to I mean, not be like offended i said by. before man like i said last uh last last pod like um people tend to motivate towards things that are gonna make them upset they know that they're gonna expect to be that they can expect to be mad they can expect to 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 come away from that experience with some kind of um new layer of 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 wokeness to be applied to i'm mad about this thing over here where can i put this shit like where can i put my frustration about my life oh i can put on dave chappelle like i just like this has dave chappelle made any like i don't know i don't know has he made anyone's life harder no i don't think so i don't i because like to me when Donald Trump goes up and says some shit that causes a riot at the Capitol, that's causing a problem. And for every every article that I see that says that Dave made all these transphobic statements, I'm like, okay, y'all are clickbaiting because everybody's typing transphobic in a Google search. And to my knowledge, I haven't seen one like group of black people that went out and beat up some trans people because they saw this special. Like none of that is happening. Right. Dave chose his words so careful. Yeah. I went back and watched it. He's even choosing his mannerisms carefully. Yeah. Because I I listened to it in the car when we was on the way to Arizona. Me and my boy T wrote out he hadn't heard it yet. 
or seen it yet. And I was like, well, I'll just play the audio because he's not really doing a whole bunch of physical shit. And like when he said, I'm team turf. In my head, I could picture Dave like just, going like, I'm team turf. He wasn't doing that. Right. When you watch it. And I had to tell, I paused it. And I was like, hey, dog, just so you know, he's not like going like, hoorah. Team. Right. He's not doing that. He's very, very meek about his understanding of what it means. And that he doesn't think J.K. Rowling was wrong in what she said. Mm-hmm. But you can't get that from this part. And then I kept rolling. And he was like, I wasn't tripping no way. <laughs> like, you know, it's it's interesting how people perceive some shit a week later. And Dave, uh, I guess Rogan made a statement that Dave's just kind of riding this thing out. He chilling. I mean, it ain't like he got to go to the store or some shit. But he said, um, he said, y'all not going to hear from me for a while. After this, at the very beginning, I'm out. Like, I'm like, after I do this, I'm going to be. I'm being a cut somewhere. You know, the, uh, here's why. Here, here is here's kind of like the the dirty little secret behind this podcast being called Illegal Opinions. Why do people feel like because they feel the way you have to agree with them? That's the new shit. We were talking about that this weekend. Um, we're not allowed to disagree anymore. You People need somebody to be an enemy. We all need a villain now. And if that was the case, especially like in black communities, and I think this leads to one of our other topics too. Right. Um, I don't think any one of us would go back to the same barbershop twice. In a black community. Right. I have gone to the barbershop that I go to now and disagreed with a different nigga in the chair mm-hmm. every single time I've been in there. I'd be like, what are you talking about, bro? Right. And we end up laughing at the end. Hey, dog, you know, I see you. Dap up. Yeah. Go on about your business. What what what's happened that we need to be upset about some shit? Uh I, I'm not sure. Anthony Jesselnick's comedy is fucking terrible to a certain mindset Mm. if you offend easily don't ever look his comedy up i think the first joke on one of his albums is called rape (laughs) um and it's tough it's like damn but he starts it on purpose that way so that you go all right you need to relax on the rest of this album but if you don't like me you cut it off right the fuck now yeah what what happened what what happened that made us go we need a villain now that I can't I can't disagree. Me and Marcus would have stopped this podcast around episode 20. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You know what it is? I think America's got it too good. We need we need more fucking hunger in this in this country. We need more fucking poverty. We need more fucking pain. We need more earthquakes. We need more hurricanes, more fucking tornadoes, most more snowstorms. Because if we had more pain here. We wouldn't be out there looking for it <laughs> because yeah. I hope y'all here, get what he's saying. I hope y'all looking, understand that. We're looking for things to be in pain about. Like we're looking for, like there's no way. Do you think my black ass is going to be driving through fucking Northern Mississippi through some fucking sundown towns? Hoping to get fucking pulled over by some white cop. 
to tell me how black I am and how I shouldn't be around that. Like, I'm not going to look for pain, but people are looking for reasons to be fucking sad. And my only thing that I could figure out is for the amount of people out there looking for the fucking sad at a fucking comedy show (laughs) (laughs) have too much happiness in their lives. Too much. I hate to say too much freedom almost, but these these countries that got like, you know, communism and you're not allowed to go outside in that outfit. Women don't have these rights. They're spending their their mental time mad about some legitimate shit to be mad about and My because brother. we're we're so free i got time to be mad at a Chappelle special i didn't have to watch because i have streaming wi-fi straight to my bedroom yeah wireless just it's 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 a, <laughs> it's, an, it's, a it's an abundance of just shit that we have I guarantee you people over there in Russia ain't bitching about no bullshit comedy because they got to eat fucking cabbage every day and shit out there trying to get a, you know what I mean? It's just different. Like, I don't know, dog. Like, come on, man. I mean, and look, and 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 I don't know how to, how to make this transition, but fuck it. The next, one of the things on our list is, is, is do black people take jokes better than most other people? Most other races, people. Most other races, people, genders, fucking whatever, right? And the answer is yes. Because we know how bad that shit is outside. Nigga, I live in a neighborhood mostly white. There's some, you know, Indian people in here. There's some black folks. Not a whole bunch, though. I live here. White neighbors. I only ever hear about the the white lady waiting on you to knock the bottom out. Yeah, my, 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 shut the fuck up. My next door neighbor (laughs) is a black dude. The people next to them is an Indian couple and they kids. And then there's uh, the, the, I almost said her name, the white lady, another old white lady. And then a couple of black people in, in, you know, down the street, whatever. But in my neighborhood, I walk around, I'll take like a little walk, this guy out of the house sometimes and a cop will pass by me and I'll be like a little nervous. As you should. Little nervous, like, oh shit! If this nigga slow down a little bit too much, I'm, gonna, I might run. And I live here, <laughs> but he don't know that. <laughs> but he don't know that he might not give a fuck either. So I mean, like, there's so many other things that we that we we're worried about in America that we like, yo, man, like we can laugh at some jokes. Like, you want to make jokes about, you know, black people do this shit or whatever the fuck? Okay, cool, make the joke. We might laugh if it's funny enough. Well, and we're born and bred in that as an armor, too. Um, I've never seen a white show. Well, I won't say I've never seen one. I didn't see one until black people did it. Um, remember Snaps back in the day? Mm-hmm. That was where, like, a lot of people that don't yeah. know, like, that's where you first saw, like, Michael Blackson and Monique and, like, the that school of, of black Snaps. comedians that are, <laughs> that are doing it. Yeah. And it was just comics uh kind of in a versus battle doing your mama jokes yeah. back and forth before your mama came out that's why i yeah. said i hadn't seen it until black people did it um because that was, if it, host, if that, was, that was hosted by your mom was hosted by the dude from that 70s show right yeah the wilmer Valderrama, yeah, or whatever yeah that's fucking um so i mean hell we had living single and then they made friends that's that's what they do they upgrade it and put more money behind it um 
So with this whole thing, like like you're saying, I feel like I grew, I grew up in school. Like you had to be able to take a joke, throw one back, just as yeah. some armor type of shit. Yeah. So that just to prepare you for the regular fucking world, just to prepare mm-hmm. you to go back outside. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that armor would get you home. Honestly, like yeah, that that joke shit for me was a blanket. It was it was it was a safety blanket. Right. Cats that I knew like I couldn't beat up, I would joke to death, and they'd be mad. And then their friends are so busy frying them, I can go home. Mm-hmm. That happened a bunch mm-hmm. of times when I was in school. <laughs> you know, so like I feel like we're because we're born and bred in it. The ones that didn't. And as these generations go on, it's it's not okay. It's bullying right. now, you know. So they're not used to it. So when they go outside and they hear a joke, even younger black folks, like some yeah. of them that I've gotten away from that, but mostly other cultures, your mama ain't on TV no more. They go outside and they hear something offensive. <gasps> you can't say that to me, yeah. bitch. Why not? <laughs> you bitch, you. Yes, I said it. I said it to you. What you gonna do about it? Yeah. I'm gonna go tweet. <laughs> what? No. Yes. That it, it. I think that we've become kind of pussified, bitch made culture, and it's mainly, I think, an American culture. I mean, th- th- as far as we know, I mean, America and probably France. I don't know what England's like, but that is that's really what it kind of comes down to, man. I mean, I don't like. Okay, this article here. Um, Hand in hand with, with everything we're talking about right now. Um, this is the Netflix walkout. Protesters demand accountability from Net, from Netflix after Chappelle backlash spurs walkout. Transgender Netflix employees and their allies gathered Wednesday morning on Vine Street in L.A. to protest the streaming giant's decision to leave Dave Chappelle's controversial new comedy special. I'm sorry, to release the special. Some of the comedians supporters showed up too. So basically, the transgender people and their allies walked out and they were met with, you know, the anti-protesters that were Dave Chappelle's fans. Um, in the weeks leading up to Wednesday's walkout, a cascade of backlash, protests within Netflix, suspensions and defensive statements from the company have erupted in response to Chappelle's The Closer, which features transphobic remarks and other insensitive commentary by the comedian. So that goes back to what Dave Chappelle was saying, which is kind of funny that none of these stupid ass fucking papers and shit are grasping what they're even saying. Dave Chappelle's insensitive remarks about transgendered people, transphobic Remarks about transgender people. But you don't have fucking shit to say when black people go in there talking about black people. You ain't got shit to say. You don't got shit to say when um um a comedian who makes his 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 uh his living off fucking crowd work, Andrew Schultz, put some shit out talking about fucking black people. That's fine. You ain't got shit to say when you got fucking you know, Chris Rocket and whoever else is fucking Pookie the crackhead on whatever the fuck else is on Netflix. You got fucking nothing to fucking say. Chris Bitch. Rock said everything in his house is hot, heavy, or sharp if it's white. So that he could teach his kids about white people. No outrage happened. 
No outrage happened. Fuck. You know what? I just had a thought. There was no walkout, even though there was a bunch of articles and, and outrage on Netflix mm. when Cuties came out. You remember that shit? Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all willing to walk out for LGBTQ, but not for something that at the time was perceived as kitty porn. Like, what are y'all yeah. doing with these kids? Yep. There was no walkout. There was no Nothing. protest. There was an article and more subscribers. How many of them trans people worked there then? What was that, two years ago? I'm sure. I would I would venture to say, just like how we talk about this gay black people in the community that just weren't really out. Yeah. They were there and just didn't want nobody to know. You know? So, I, I'm, I'm and I, I wouldn't even try and conflate the two except for, why is your outrage so big over here? And the only answer I can come up with is, you know, it's a publicity stunt. You know that if you say anything bad LGBTQ, it gets all the news. The cuties thing came and went because, you know, it was it was, oh, my God, you know, you know, these kids. But did you walk out? Did you walk out? So is their plight less important? This is exactly what Dave Chappelle was talking about. You want all the support when you're going through your shit. But when it's time for us to have you to help us and we need you for our shit, anybody's shit, any of the other people's shit, you know where to be found. Yep, applause for them right quick. Um, Yeah, y'all made Dave's point. Give yourselves a round of applause. You made the point. That was the point of the whole show. Yeah, the whole point. The whole point. Now, now, what do you say to people that's like, well, y'all got to stop trying to conflate black issues with uh, the trans issues because it's not the same. We, I mean, I think it, the struggle is the struggle. You want to be looked at a certain way, so do we. Asian people want to be looked at a certain way. Well, I mean, I guess they were cool until a couple years ago when it got, you know, it, well, till last year and the shit got crazy. It got crazy last year. Yeah, shit turned up a little bit, and it was like, hey, yo, 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 hold on, like, let's. I understand now. Understand what that feels like now. I need your support because, I mean, let's keep it real. Black people in America, we're fucking pros at this shit. Yeah. Like, we know what fucking the downtrodden are. We know what it's like for a motherfucker to goddamn... I mean, I would like to know, like, what, <laughs> what does it feel like for somebody, like, a transgender person, a white person, if you walk by somebody's car and they lock their fucking door after they saw you, how would you feel? I know because, I've heard them doors click. I know you we have. We don't even fucking notice that now. That's like regular shit. Like, good, you locked yourself in that bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's, it really is. It's like, your, your, you know, your brain turn off shit that you just see all the time. Yeah. It's like, oh, all right, all right, flowers, whatever. Like, it's, it's all about shit. equality, man. It's all about equality. It's all about having a civil, like. And none of this, none of this is to say that yeah, your issues aren't valid. And Dave said that, too. All it is is a stop acting like this is the biggest thing absolutely ever. You know, you know All what bothers me? You know what bothers me is um trans comics that I see that are going, This is uh this is hate speech. Because one, I don't believe they watch the whole thing. I hate to say it, I don't. But I have to believe you a hypocrite for real, and you validate everything Marcus says about comics. And I don't like doing that all the time. But when you're mad, 
and you're a trans comedian, if you have a joke about absolutely anybody else, you shouldn't be allowed to tell it anymore. Uh oh. You shouldn't be allowed to tell it anymore. Because what you're saying is Dave going up there and saying impossible pussy or beyond pussy isn't a joke because you're offended by it. Right. So you can't get up there and talk about nobody that's skinny, nobody that's fat, nobody that's black, nobody that's Asian, nobody that's white, mm-hmm. not a tag, not a punchline, not a premise. All of your material better be about fucking napkins or a, a funny coffee cup you saw. Oh, yeah. A funny coffee cup. It There's nothing you're allowed. You have just put yourself in a box comedically because what you're doing is trying to police a comic that just did a performance. Yeah, And I'm not calling it a masterful performance or any of that. That's my opinion. A comic that did a performance that you didn't like. And there's a lot of them. I'm pretty sure, like like Marcus said with the blue collar shit, he saw Hap 15, 20 minutes of it and was like, oh, not for me. Was there something that they did that was offensive or did you just say, I don't like it? It just wasn't for me. I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not a, you know, like a lot of this redneck. You know, you're a redneck if, okay. I heard three of them shits, and I was like, okay, well, I could turn this off. And check it out. That was them talking about themselves. Perfectly fine with that. Perfectly fine with that. They was completely fine with Chappelle hanging there like a slave. And, you know, everything else. Yeah. It is weird. What's the problem? It's, 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 fuck it. Let's move on. Um, They'll figure it out. Yeah, let's go to uh, this, this Gruden emails thing. I'll let you run it. All right, so didn't really talk about this because I, you know, I was, you know, I really wanted to wait to see how it how it panned out. And of course, uh, John Gruden has some flagrant emails where he was talking shit about uh, 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 the commissioner uh, Goodell, Roger Goodell for the NFL. He said he was a pussy. Um, I think it's like a, a football hating <laughs> pussy. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. To call somebody um, a pussy in an email is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 here. Okay. So he called. So let me let me back up. Let me back up. So the NFL is investigating uh, the Washington football team, right? He's investigating them over um, uh, discrimination, basically, like like having issue hiring women in their organization. Okay. So they weren't even looking at John Gruden. They was looking at these other motherfuckers, right? They start going through these emails of the old GM for the Washington football team and start finding all these emails from John Gruden. I think they found like in all they 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 got like six hundred and something thousand emails. They start sitting through these bitches, reading all the John Gruden shit, and um, it's kind of like, oh shit, this guy was talking super fucking fly. <laughs> And now I'm and now I'm remembering because this happened when he was at ESPN. And and I remember now that his brother Jay Gruden was a coach of the football team. Um back when the emails were going back and forth. So that's kind of interesting. Anyway, so he says uh Roger Goodell is, you know, he's a he's a football hating pussy. He says that um the NFL uh, Roger Goodell forced uh the Ram coach, I can't remember the name at the time, to uh to, to, to draft Michael Sam, who was a gay guy at the time, but he says that I think that, you know, uh, I think he was, I think Jeff Fisher, who's a coach, was forced to 
draft uh, Michael said, I'm sorry, this is in quotes now. I think Jeff Fisher was forced to um, draft a queer. I think, you know, Goodell made him do that. He's talking about, I can't believe how now they're, you know, now there's, you know, they're going to allow these female referees in the game, a bunch of other shit. This is what they released. Okay. So I guarantee the other shit was way more flagrant than that. And so um, I'm, I'm listening to that. Well, I'm, I'm reading that shit and you know, John Gruden, he resigns. I'm sure he was fired, but it came out. as yeah, he resigned. They call it resign. Yeah. But I mean, you could kind of, that's not, that's not surprised to me. You know, uh, the NFL is really, uh, um, uh, it's a boys club, right? Um, a good old boys club, even more so. Yes, and it has been for a while. And not to say that that's okay. That's just what it's been. It, it is what it is. I mean, you could tell by how many these trash ass fucking white quarterbacks are allowed to stick around the league forever. Like fucking Case Keenum, who's playing on Thursday, and Case Keenum, this dude been in the league for like ten years, always been fucking trash. Meanwhile, Colin Kaepernick can't get a fucking job, but that's something else. So. My I don't bigger... watch football, and you said that name, and my face balled up. Like, who the fuck is that guy? Like, Case you at least Keenum. hear the names. There's a lot of trash ass fucking quarterbacks wandering around the league. Um, Case Keenum. So, <laughs> cool name for an action star, though. But um, I was the bigger conversation to me is: is this going to be? Is this like the beginning of the end for the NFL as we know it? Because I think it might be. Why do you say no? Um, Because they're going to push him out and keep pushing. Like, I feel like this is going to be one of them cases where they just kind of make him the scapegoat and go to save all of us. You got to resign because we all know resign is Caucasian for fired. Uh, and he gets pushed out the door. All of your shit is public. The light is shining over here, so they don't look at all of our emails where there's nigga every other word. Because that was what can't spawned in my mind when this whole shit was, he the only one? <laughs> Y'all only found his emails? Right. I refuse to believe that, dog. Because who's he sending them to? And they're not responding with nothing, but shit, yeah, that's, that's crazy, dog. That's crazy. Like, no, you're feeding them to somebody that's giving you something back for you mm -hmm. to keep talking slick. So who else got them emails? And and you can tell me if this is true. I keep seeing in the headlines he got hired for the transphobic or or gay remarks he made, but none of the racist stuff. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Well, um, th that's that was the first thing. That, the first thing that came out was he was talking about the uh, the president of the of the uh, of the players union at the time was a president. It was a black dude. And he said that uh, he's got lips the size of Michelin tires. That was the first thing that came out. So, of course, I read that and I go to look up dude's picture. And I'm like, that's an exaggeration. Why are you talking about that, man? I was just hoping he it got, was. I, thought... got, I mean, I mean, because if I looked over at the picture, his lips was like fucking crazy. I'd have been like, what well, they are. Is he got a point? <laughs> <laughs> But then I looked at the picture. I'm like, oh, no, John, you gone too far. Right. So that was the first thing that came out. 
And he he put out a statement saying that, you know, I didn't, that's not what I meant. I wasn't called, I wasn't being racist. I was just saying, I was making a statement. I was being rude or whatever the fuck I was joking. And then back to the point that came out, he made a statement. The week went by and I believe he, uh, he didn't, I don't know if he coached the game or not, but he wasn't on the, on the fucking hot seat. When the trans stuff came out, or when the the gay stuff came out, him talking about Roger Goodell came out, that's when it became a thing like, oh, talking about women came out, that's when it became, oh, well, you got to go. So, no, the black thing didn't do it. It took the gay agenda and women's agenda and calling a white man a pussy uh, for him to get fired. What does that say? I think it says a lot. Look, man, I think it's been said. The first somebody the first else just twenty five minutes of the of the <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to proving Dave Chappelle's point. Like, dude, all of it, all of it. It's it's when he comes out of the cave. <laughs> I will pay cash money to be at Dave's first concert after this shit. His first whatever, whatever. It ain't got to be a comedy special. Just wherever he's speaking at. When I'm all sure, this shit yeah. blows over, it probably be like in like Howard or some shit like that. But no, but I, I do think this is gonna when 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 those emails come and he's working for ESPN, who's reporting all this stuff, which is kind of crazy. He's working for ESPN, sending those kinds of emails to general managers in the NFL. I think this is gonna be a larger conversation of as far as investing. Like they might start investigating the whole fucking league. And if they get in the fucking Jerry Jones's computer, oh god, <laughs> he, yo, like he better yeet that whole shit out the window. <laughs> when when they get the look, I guarantee you, when that shit came out, he called the fucking the IT guy, the help desk, send somebody over here right now. And I mean, I don't mean delete my shit. I mean, microwave, wipe, wipe yeah. me down, <laughs> <laughs> wipe me yeah. the fuck down. I need this shit. <laughs> This shit has got to be clear. I mean, because I can't see, I can't see an investigation stopping there. Because we we didn't even know that that the Washington team was getting investigated about. Like this shit was on the low ski woski. We had no idea until the shit None. came out. None. So I mean, look, man. Hey, he man. Can't be. He can't be the only one. It's impossible. Yeah. You like you started all talking about. It's a good old boys club. And I hope those of you that have never heard that term before understand we say old white man when we say good old boys. That's pretty much it, yeah. Like, that's what they are. The Dukes of Hazzard, man. And don't get it twisted. I know when you turn on your your commentation and and your your analyst shows, they like putting black people up front for that. Yeah. Mm, They like putting us up front for that. Let's put Kanye in the front of the stove. Like, that's what it is. They put him in the front of the picture. They put him on the front of the videos and in front of all the the, the sports networks, shows, all that shit. But they not in the fucking front office. No. The only reason Aikman was up there is because we thought he was Jay-Z. Oh, yeah, white Jay-Z. That shit. I can't can't unsee that. No. (laughs) Call him Wigger Man. (laughs) (laughs) The Wigger Man. Can't unsee that shit once you see the dog. <laughs> yeah, man, you can't, you can't. So yeah, um, shit. Enough said there. 
Let's Yo, get to some fun. Let's get to some you, fun. You, um, you called me today, and we were talking a little bit, and you said that I sounded, what'd you say? I sounded a uh, jipper. You sounded, I don't know, like, okay, so we've said on this pod previously, y'all, that me and Marcus talk a lot less than we used to, because yeah. when this happens, it feels, it feels more organic. I don't know the way to put right. it. Right. So- I hit him up today. We hadn't talked since when we recorded the Chappelle joint. Right. And I've been on the road, all of that. And I was like, yeah, dog, just making sure we record and whatever, whatever. And he was like, yeah, yeah, what? that should be good. And of course, I'm I'm characterizing it. But y'all yeah. know Marcus's regular tone. I was expecting a, uh, yeah, that's cool. You know, um, you know, just some regular Marcus mm-hmm. cool, too cool for school Marcus type of shit. He sounded like, I don't know, old room without a roof ass happy nigga like let me tell you something dog so, what did you you got some you got some pussy no 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 this is not a uh it's not an afro pussy <laughs> it didn't make me, this it didn't make me that happy no um <laughs> wouldn't do you think that would make a woman mad if you if, if she gave you some ass and you jumped up by the bed hopped up out the bed with your swag on and just like she she ain't not she ain't die you down at all um I think she should take it as a compliment. Okay. Well, okay. You just this, that's a can of worms, just so you know. It's, okay. it's a can of worms. Are you supposed dish. to be mellow on some damn that shit was yeah, damn girl? Mm-hmm. Or have you ever been with the girl that it was so good it made you immediately be like, I'm about to get back in the game. I need some more of that. Well, yeah, some more fucking, yeah, but you fucking jump out the bed like, hey, huh. yep, ready to go. Uh, uh, okay. Well, like if you jump out the bed, okay, yeah. If you jump out the bed ready to leave (laughs) with energy, well, (laughs) that was fantastic. (laughs) That's a different type of 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 turned up. Like I'm talking about the like she put it down and it immediately made you just thinking about how good it was. You immediately back up again. You ready to roll? No, I mean that's great. Or just ready to kind of later and you know you know saying and laying there. Half naked with the fan on, watch some watch some Netflix or some shit. Anyway. But yeah, why were you so happy? So what's going on? I've I've I, I kind of had like a transition. Right. So I don't want to say transition, just given the topics that we've been talking about. That trans word, just trying to I've had yeah, a revelation. I've had a, re- a revelation, right? So I was really getting frustrated with the amount of shit I wasn't doing during the day. Long story short, I I had a I had a a light went off in my mind. Had some conversations with people, and basically, um, I needed to I needed to be, be, be to be more productive. Okay, I need I need more I needed more out of my day, so. I was like, well, you know what? Fuck. Let me just kind of do some research on this shit and just see what see what really um like highly uh successful people do. And you can go on Instagram, you can see, you can see Kevin Hart with, with like his routine and when he's posting and The Rock and all these and and Diddy and Will Smith, like all these hyper successful, hyper productive people. Like, what are they doing? And I noticed that. They're all up fucking mad early. Yeah, they are. Right? They're all they up mad early. So what I did was I just did, did some more research and I 
made a plan. So I went and bought this fucking dry eraser board from Office Max. And I wrote down a schedule on my dry eraser board. You know, uh, get up, go to the gym at 6 a.m., right? Um, come back, work from 8 to whatever. At 4, um, from 4 to 4.30, you know, uh, well, I'm sorry, from, from 8 to 3, work. From 3 to 4, study. From 4 to 4.30, uh, guitar practice. And then from uh, 5 o'clock on is free time. 10 p.m. be in bed and gotta go to sleep but be in bed be in bed okay so i started doing that shit man and i feel fucking great i mean i feel better than i felt in fucking years it and i don't know if it's sleep i don't know if it's getting more relaxation in my life i don't know if it's i even got a, a delivery service of my of, of meals just for my dinners at night because i spend a lot of time fucking making dinner sometimes and you fuck around you start you start dinner late and then all of a sudden you look up you eat at fucking nine ten o'clock at night some shit like that right so now even with the with the meal service i'm getting that time back and it's just it's just i'm i'm so much more productive man it's it's really it's really insane so and i have more more energy during the day I mean, I didn't like the days that the days that I haven't gone to work out in the morning, like haven't gotten the fuck up at 545 and gone to the gym at 6, 615. I hate the days I don't do that shit because I, my, I, could, I could tell my my energy level is fucking down. That's interesting because like I remember weeks previous, you had kind of said you slowed down on drinking. Yeah. And one of the times you only drink is like when we start doing the pod. Yeah, exactly. I was like, that's great. I'm gonna keep drinking. So <laughs> I um <laughs> what I noticed about myself um when I got out of the military, you know, the military makes you work out. Right. Yeah. Even the even the nature of the job is kind of constantly doing something sort of physical, something. Well, our well, job, well, yeah. For, for, our for, job I was about to, yeah. I was I was just about to like be like fucking personnelist, but <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah. um my work schedule now, like my my day job schedule, I'm up at four. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would venture to say most people that aren't used to that. Hell, myself, when I wasn't used to that, you're done by like six o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And I when I, we finish this, I'm about to like get my shirt order shipped out. I got mm -hmm. other shit to do and I'm going to knock it out because now I'm so used to getting up early on my days off. If I sleep past eight, I feel stupid. Yeah, there's something about it. I don't know if it's a mental thing of your your body's up way before the sun and you've got that groggy out before the, the vitamin D even hits you. I don't know. It's I don't it's, know. It's definitely um, it's definitely just one of those things where I feel like I'm leaving the house before the sun is up. I get back when the sun is just coming up. I have a good maybe 45 minutes an hour before I even have to start doing any actual fucking work work. Right. So you have that time where you're awake, your body's up, you feel fucking awesome. And you have that time that time to just kind of like, I don't know if you want to call it meditation. You can read a book, you can fucking watch the news if you fucking want to. I usually keep it quiet in here because that's just me. But I think there's something to it, man. And and I think there's something to um when you're doing that shit. And I ain't saying you gotta eat like a fucking Navy SEAL, but just eating kind of all right some fruit some vegetables during the day and 
drinking some water. I mean, it, it it's it's made me ten times more productive. And I'm gonna be to sleep like we like this podcast is gonna end when it ends. But I'm gonna fuck. I'm, I might go outside because I've been outside today. I might go outside, drive around a little bit, come back to the crib, cook my put my shit in the microwave, fucking knock that bitch out, get right to fucking bed. I mean, it it definitely. I've done everything I need to do. You gotta um, go to sleep easier too. Exactly, like dog. I was up. It was it was a couple nights ago, and it was during the, it was during a weekend. I think I was like it was like Saturday or Sunday. It was Sunday, so I was up trying to watch football and shit. At at goddamn, I'm I'm yawning and shit. Then dozed off a little bit. I woke up like, oh shit! But got them eight o'clock, nine o'clock, nigga. It was like six thirty. I'm like, god damn. <laughs> See that. That don't make you like an old dude. People be like, oh, that's just some old man shit. No, you got up and you was productive enough to be yeah. tired by the time it was time to go to bed. And your body's like, yo, let's do this shit again tomorrow. Dog, I, I fucking hate when I don't get up and go to the gym. It give, it, it's the it's the best shit. Ain't no bras in there. Ain't no, you know, ain't no, no bitches with the titties bouncing around on the treadmills. Gym is, it's like the 30 gym people in the there. Gym. Right. I go in there. I do everything I got to do. I get the fuck out, come back here, eat some fucking avocados and eggs and shit, fucking fuck around on my phone, try to get my side. And that's why I, that's why I really started, damn, this, this kind of ran a little longer. But the reason why I needed to have more on my day, because I want to get a couple side hustles going. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to I get like an Amazon fucking marketplace set up and sell shit. But you can't do everything that you want to do. Like, I can't work and fucking... Look at houses and Amazon Marketplace and, you know, the T-shirt shit. And, like, you can't do all that stuff yep. when you just fucking dealing with, you, you go to work from fucking, you know, eight to five, you fuck off for two hours, now it's seven, now you, uh, what am I going to eat for dinner tonight? Yep. You fuck, you around, you don't, fuck around, you don't eat till fucking 930 and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you spend your life working for yeah. somebody else. That's all that shit is. You spend your life working for somebody else. Uh, for the spiritual ones, the ones that you know believe in the the energy of the world and this and that, I've heard it said the people that get up that early, the rest of the people in your vicinity, mm-hmm. there's no energy being used. Right. So there's more for you oh, in the yeah. early. There's more for you in the early morning. You feel me? I like that. And I'm not, I'm not one of those people that necessarily believe in all that like charging moon rocks and all that other shit. But I do think there's something to be said about being one of the only people still working. Yeah. And everybody else is, the, the world is quiet. The ambient noise is gone. Mm-hmm. The the distractions are gone. And you can just do you. Not for sure. And then you knock that shit out. And now everybody's starting to get up and you're getting kind of to the routine of the day. But, but, you you are, not, but now you, you're, char- like, you're charged up, though. Like, you get up early, you charged. Everybody's right, right, getting right. up. And, and the people that get up early, they got their battery charged. Now you get up late, you getting whatever's left. That's what I mean. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. no, there's nothing else in the tank for you to take, because Marcus out here running the goddamn world. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to though. So, you know what I, I, I thought was funny? This is a tangent, but this whole shit is a tangent. Um, <laughs> my meals got dropped off today, and um, I was gonna go like I'm using this shit called Factor. And I was going to go with HelloFresh, but with HelloFresh, you got to actually prepare your fucking meals and shit. Didn't want to do that. HelloFresh come with the fucking, I mean, a factor comes with the shit already made, put it in the microwave, whatever you cool. 
but I noticed it was dropped off by a fucking uh by a FedEx U-Haul, which was weird, right? A FedEx U-Haul. Okay, okay, I got you. A FedEx FedEx with U-Haul painting. I mean, I mean, a, a U-Haul truck with FedEx painted on the side of it. I was like, "Don't eat that shit, nigga." So <laughs> that don't sound kosher. <laughs> so I was like, and my mind is kind of weird. So, but I saw the FedEx people in the U-Haul truck, and I was like, "Amazon is really pressing these niggas," because. You never saw that before. Nah. Amazon, Amazon getting these cats out of here. <laughs> Yo, go get, here. we don't care. Billy, go get some U-Haul trucks. Stat, bottom bitches. I don't care. But we yeah. need trucks. Go get a U-Haul and some purple paint. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> Bro, I'm looking out the window and this chick, this chick, she, you know how usually they go get the little box out the back of the the you of, of the of the actual FedEx truck. They go with the box, go down the steps. Come. Yo, she jumped out the truck, went around the side. She was playing Rick Ross. It was nice. She was playing uh 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 push to the limit. That was dope. But she jumped out, goes around the back. She lift the bitch up. Ah, uh, uh, uh. uh. she get she get she scanned the box, and I'm watching her like, yo, Amazon got y'all so pressed. This what y'all doing? Nigga, I get mail on Sunday now. They they changed <laughs> the game. Okay, dog. I ordered some shit last night. I got home and realized I didn't have enough packing material for the amount of shirts people ordered. Because, yeah. I, like I said, I didn't expect them to go that fast. Yeah. And I was like, I need some shit. I got on Amazon. They was like, it'll be there tomorrow. How about Word. that shit? Fuck a two-day prime. Nope. Tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow. While we record, my son was like, yep, it's here. <laughs> I ordered that shit yesterday, <laughs> later than the time it is now, dog. So within 18 hours, they got me my product to get product to y'all. Bruh, I was talking to my cousin yes, about that shit. Yes, you go back to U-Haul after that. <laughs> I was talking to my cousin about that shit because I have, I got sneakers I'm trying to sell, right? I'm trying to get all the shit out of my house. I'm trying to make some money, dog. So I'm still I'm selling all my fucking my whole most of my collection anyway of my little wow. my, my sneakers, and so um, I was asking we my cousin about that. But you love your sneakers, so that's big. But go ahead. Yeah, nigga, I'm yeah. I, got, I need so I need I need money more. I need shoes. I ain't wear. I don't wear ninety percent of the motherfuckers. So anyway, I was like, "Yo, man, where you get your boxes from? You know, when you sell your sneakers?" He's like, "Amazon." I'm like, "Yo, they sell boxes." <laughs> of course they sell boxes. <laughs> I was like, God damn. He's like, yeah, they sell box and packing. I'm like, yo, they get to, like, they, everybody, I would hate, I would hate to be, what was that? Wasn't there like a yellow fucking, yellow and red, DHL, where them niggas at? Oh, them, somewhere <laughs> with, somewhere with Circuit City and <laughs> Montgomery Wards, nigga, yo. like, they're out of here. Oh, life hack too. Life hack. What's up? If you get on a USPS website, they'll send you packing material for free. Oh, word? But they'll oh. this is what they do because they're trying to be slick, right? Uh, like if they send you boxes and stuff, you know, the priority envelopes, mm -hmm. you can order like a hundred of them and they'll send them to your house for free. 100% free. But what you do is get your own packing material, like whatever mm -hmm. boxes you want. Order the bubble wrap packages from FedEx, and now you got free uh, 
Oh, word up. Cushion okay. material. You just got to cut them shits up. That's fine. I can cut them bitches up. I mean, I mean, because otherwise, because you can, they'll sell you like on Amazon, you can buy like a box of packing peanuts and shit like that. Yeah. Or you can just have them send you some shit and you cut it up. <laughs> I don't hey, make look, it easy. Man, look, man. I'm get trying, it? I'm How trying, you get it out I'm here? Trying to, I'm trying to. I'm trying to move this product, bro. Get it. Get it. Right, um, what do you want to do? Uh, let's do like one or two more and get up out of here, man. Um, real quick, Kanye's haircut. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Um, I think Kanye is trolling the fuck out of, out of everybody, out of the planet. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. This is gonna be a short conversation. I saw it, and I was like, "This dude look like Patchy Pussy." And uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's so intentional at this point. I guess is the best <clears throat> way I can put it. Yeah. He's got board money. Uh, yeah, like, man. Like board money. I'm gonna rent out a stadium for no other reason than it's just gonna make the news that I did it. Yep. Because who does that? And it's going to make people listen to my horrible album that I like. But I also don't care if they like that because it's the music I want to make. Well, I mean, so, there are things there are things that are happening now. Like, when we were growing up, if it was cool, it was cool. We all agreed that it was cool. <laughs> it, was just, it was just cool. Trapper Keeper with the Lamborghini on it. That shit's cool. We all want one. I'm one by one. We all want one with the red Lambo on it. God oh, damn it! Got one. Got one with a tiger on it. Look at that. That's yeah, cool. There you go. That was on. That's on clearance. That's on clearance. You could have that one. So we all agree what was cool, but now it seems like the less cool it is, it's I'm being a creative. I'm edgy, and you just don't get it. And there are fucking hype beast culture. This this hype beast culture that we live in everywhere now is like the worse it is, the better it is. You just don't get it. You're not you're not fucking high brow enough or high class enough, or you're not creative enough to understand. I'm like, no, I'm a regular nigga, and I get that that nigga head looked like half cut grass. Like you ever cut grass and it start raining, you got to put that shit up. That's right. what. Shit. It, <laughs> that's yeah. What it looked like. You know, it, it looked like when you cut the grass while it was still wet. <laughs> your shit put pumped them clumps back onto your yard. It's yeah. It's it looks stupid. It's it looks bad. stupid. It's and bad. I and I'm wait. I haven't looked on any of the threads, but I would venture to say in at least one of those threads, there's a nigga somewhere that goes, "This man is brilliant." Because they just like to call everything he's doing brilliant, no matter how ridiculous it is. Everything that's all the way out of the box from an artist you like doesn't make it brilliant. Y'all have to stop that. You have to stop it. Some some of this shit, a lot of this shit is stupid. I was in this, I, well, I am in this, it's like a black travel group on Facebook. And there was this one cat, he posted a picture of himself at the gym had his little, you know, what he was looking for in a woman or whatever. He posted a picture and in the picture he got the fucking uh, the heart part that Drake had in his head from Certified Lover Boy and there are there's women commenting on it and whatever whatever and I commented and I, I usually don't comment 
<laughs> and I commented like, you know what? I just realized this whole dating shit ain't for me. If this is what y'all motherfuckers is into. <laughs> and oh, the guy, man. the guy respond like well, a couple oh, another guy, another guy that thought that wanted to say something that didn't say anything. He commented, he was like, bro, I was thinking the same shit. What the fuck is going on around here? And then the this guy that, different now. And then the guy with the original post comment, he's like, hey man, what do you mean by what you said? And I was like, bruh, if I gotta tell you what I mean, you'll never understand. Fair, nigga, right? Nigga, you went and got a heart cut in your head because Drake did that shit. Yeah, are people gonna go out and get their head? Patchy pussy, one hundred percent. For this, one hundred percent. That that's and, and if that gets you laid, God bless you. And the fact that you liked her, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Niggas oh, that's crazy. crazy. Um, uh, speaking of crazy niggas, let's go to Lizzo. Um, Lizzo showed up. Uh, yeah. which after further research, I figured out it was Lizzo. Thought it was Charles Barkley, but she showed up to Ch- Cardi B's birthday party, uh, dressed in uh, a purple burlap sack basically um and um had that shit on now the shit they put the fruits in at the grocery store yeah yeah the the oranges and shit be in there (laughs) (laughs) um let me uh go ahead go ahead (laughs) y'all um because i already know some people rolling their eyes um What they call cuties? Yeah, <laughs> Bag of cuties. Um, oh let me let me tell y'all why this is ridiculous. Um, oh. Lizzo, yes, I heard some people going. Well, she wasn't going to a basketball game this time. She was going to Cardi B's birthday party. Fair, fair point. Great point. Oh, um, boy. I saw some people go. That's cool. She's doing her body positive thing again. Okay, I hear you on that. Then I heard uh, Lizzo came out two days ago, made a statement, or a couple days ago, how many days it was, and said, kiss my fat black ass. That was her response to the nice. criticism of her outfit. Very, very nice. Got you, got you. All of y'all could have shut the fuck up. <laughs> Every single one, including Lizzo. Let me tell you why. Since I'm here. Hey, we here. <laughs> we got time. Lizzo decided to wear that out the house. So goddamn. Um, <laughs> and after she made rumors, horrible she's song. So bi- horrible she's song. So- See, and horrible, me and him differ on that. Horrible song. Look, me and Marcus differ on that. Look, and look at us still talking. Uh, <laughs> I didn't make him a villain. I thought that it actually wrote a little bit for her demographic until, and I said this. She came up on Instagram crying, mad that people didn't like it. That's my problem with this whole conversation. That's my problem with it. So you come up there crying. Now you come back out in your bag of cuties. And you're going to say, kiss my black ass. When what you could have done was shut the fuck up. Because I don't believe you anymore. And I'm never going to believe you again. After you cried the first time, you don't get to come out like you super confident again. If you really going to be that. Stop coming out and crying the other way for the further attention. Be the body positive chick that you want your fans to believe you are. Matter of fact, um, Lil Nas X. 
you know, he got a huge fan base. Yes. He's got a huge fan base in the LGBTQ community. I haven't seen him backpedal any of the crazy shit he's done. Do I agree with it as an artist? Because the artists that I follow? No. I prefer the ones that just let their art speak for themselves. That's his bag. But what you won't see is Lil Nas X backpedaling and crying on right. Instagram. <clears throat> going, kiss my black ass. Like, you're not going to get that. Right. Well, so which okay. one is it going to be, man? Which one is it going to be? Like, Lizzo, I don't have respect for what the way that she goes about it. I just don't. I personally, I think um, the difference is, is that I think that Lil Nas X is playing a character and he can make that character, uh, he, he can use that character as a shield and make that shield as bulletproof as, as he can mentally. And y'all are shooting at this guy. I'm not even that dude. Like, you know, me being pregnant. I'm fucking with y'all. Oh yeah, this, he's trolling. This is a troll to me. This is all a game. Lizzo really fucking cares about what people think. Then um, why do you keep stepping out that way? Because, if you know that it's going to be criticized. Um, because she's obviously a she's fucking loose in the mind. She's a she's a walking, talking, emotional fucking roller coaster. You can't be confident that kind. Con- well, I'm not saying what you can't be. You fucking shouldn't <laughs> have all the confidence in the fucking world and talk that shit when you feel like you could talk that shit. And then when you feel bad, you want to go online and cry. Should that should you feel safe enough to be that emotional in public? Sure. Would I do that shit? No. Because I know the fucking public. Like we were talking about the other day. 60% of the people in the crowd want to fucking boo you. Yeah. As soon as you give them the fucking ammo to boo you, oh, they going to boo. 100%. They going to fucking boo. So with you doing this shit, like, yo, I don't understand, man. Okay. Is, this a, is it? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I don't, I don't. Face. Is this a is this a black thing? What do you mean? Is this a black thing? I'm trying to think about. I know, um, people like Kelly Clarkson, Adele, these you know these power singers such as Lizzo is. They've had their bouts with. They've had their bouts with weight. Okay, she goes. I say Lizzo is not a power singer, but okay. okay. I mean, pop, pop, pop stars. We'll say it's pop. Okay, because yeah, Adele can actually like sing. Well, Adele's fucking one of the goats around this bitch. So I'm just saying. Okay, that's that's what I. Okay, but given given her weight, given her bouts with weight that she's made public, why are they like, yo, like I don't give a fuck about what y'all think about my shit. I don't care, and you don't see them bitches. Fuck. I'm sorry. You don't see those ladies. On IG, fucking crying and shit about how other people feel about their songs. But no, Lizzo, every time there's a fluctuation between fucking five and ten pounds or whatever, or a good song or a fucking bad song, she's got to let everybody fucking know. Get yeah, some. Everybody hey, look, 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 look. Everybody's listening. Everybody's listening. Reevaluate your fucking circle of friends. 
Okay. Yeah, that was that was the bigger point that I wanted to make. I on my way up went on tour this past weekend with the same dude that was there the day I did my first open mic. Right. Right. You hear J- not Jay. You hear Drake talk a lot about mm-hmm. being with the same circle of people yeah. that he started with and he ain't got to check nobody for nothing. Who's in her circle that said go wear that and let people see it? And like I, I feel like that's the I think that's the biggest problem with it is everybody that's in her circle is telling her, Yeah, girl, you know, go do that shit. And they don't care about her mental state. Exactly. I as much as as much shit as I give Lizzo, and of course I don't know her personally, I hope and pray that as you go through this celebrity journey, that more people jump in your circle that are willing to be honest enough with you to tell you no. Because it's going to play a toll on you, and as she starts to come down from her celebrity high, I hate to see where she ends up. Mentally. I mean, she, she might end up in a place where she don't want to do music anymore. That's what I'm saying. I feel like that the people that are gassing her to do this type of thing and not going, you're not going to get the reaction from this that you want. Yeah. And they keep forcing her to be this person that is more confident than she naturally is. And mm-hmm. it's, I know y'all hear this and be like, oh, y'all hate fat women. I don't hate fat women at all. Sam love him some fat girls. I kind of do. So <laughs> I wish that she would be in a healthier state than for us to see the IG crying. Because they're going to support you for you to do the fuck shit. And then they're going to support you to do that because it drives more money into their pockets. Exactly. Not going to tell you no. Yes. They're they're literally using you, girl. They're using you. I don't believe that you got up and just said, this is what I'm wearing. And they were like, oh, girl, go. I mean, if they, they, they had to have been applauding that. They had to have been applauding. Look, man, like, look, Lizzo, hire me. I will be your, your honesty, your honest compass. Nah, no, take that shit off. Girl, all the money you got, you you gonna wear a fucking you gonna wear a, a whole fishnet? You ain't got no drawers on and nothing? Go change Girl, fucking clothes. You about to have on a blouse and a thick belt so fast around me. Like what are you are like cause cause to me it's you cause to me it's you, you you talk about you don't want you want attention, but you only want the good attention. None of us only get the good attention. Back to what I was saying before. If you wanted to fucking be a soul singer in a fucking bar somewhere in Nashville. Do that. Once do you that. decide to fucking be a, you want you you say okay, I'm gonna give me a real manager. I want to make some real songs and be a superstar. The criticism comes more frequently. It's going to, and especially when you keep doing things to invite it. Like you're literally setting the mousetrap. Like that's what you're doing, and then when it comes. Yeah. You want to tell everybody to kiss your black ass. I'm like, yeah, it's not working. Man. It's not working. Not working. Anyway, um, I'm going to call out a pod. Um, I'm not. I know. No, I still got one more, and I was just going to talk about it in closing. Because um, I'm going to get to the Kevin Hart shit next week. I figure I'll save that. Okay. Uh, before I even start the music, because I don't want it to get overshadowed or seem like an afterthought. Um, rest in peace, Colin Powell, man. Yeah. Um, 100%. Uh, if you don't know who he is, well, Ooh, I don't know. Powers? We got a lot of military listeners. We got a lot of military listeners, but um, he has he been died low for a from. While. Say what? No, say he has been low for a while. 
he has and i know he was he was sick he's he's much older you know um but i woke up to that news like mm-hmm. i guess it happened in the middle of the night so when i you know you roll over you check your phone and it was like wow this is a man that you know my father i've talked about him before he's a marine corps um he revered no man higher in the military mm-hmm. i know that even after he got out colin powell had enough power to get the military to to do some shit with a word to the press yeah that's a loyalty you really can't buy yeah in today's military um a legend passed a legend passed no he was that dude man um i know he's he's really known for being uh well to for the for the the later generations he's known for for being um uh the secretary of state i believe i could be wrong um for the Bush administration, um, and he got the, like his his name was muddied um, while he was in service to that administration. Even though, if you go back and look at it, if you go and check the tape, he was one of the people that were like, "I don't agree with this shit that we're doing over here. Like this shit is wrong." You know, mm-hmm. um, he was the man. I mean, I I, I really. For a long time, I was a Democrat. Now I'm independent. I, we've said it before on the podcast. Um, but when I was a Democrat, right after the Bush administration, um, I was saying like, "Yo, I would vote for Colin Powell's president if he ran." I think he. I think they they talked about him running against Obama in Obama's second administration. He was just like, "I don't want anything to do with that shit." Like, I'm out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I'm out. I've done my time. I've served my country. I've, I've done. I've been a service in the White House to the president. I'm out. I'm out. And I respect it, man. Uh, we want it. We, we need it, man. I wish you would have ran in, you know, <laughs> 20, 2015. You know, if you'd have popped up, that'd have been great. But no, man. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> no, he did his time, man. And he was always solid. Uh, he always spoke the truth, and he, he never really led America on. And, and when there were so many people, and there are so many people doing that still. Uh, nothing but respect that. So, nothing but respect that. Rest in power. Rest in power, Colin Powell. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. I feel like we could talk about him for 30 minutes, but could, I but don't want to. We talked about they spell yeah. 30 minutes, so we're not going to do that. Yeah, we're not going we're not going to do it. But y'all, if you don't know who he is, I don't know what to tell you, but look him up. Yeah. I believe he has a book or two out. I'm sure. Uh that you can read uh legendary. Legendary man. Great light-skinned yeah. man with beautiful hair. A great light-skinned man. <laughs> oh, you don't come along. You know, got the bitches, dog. Oh, oh, that was man. a handsome brother right there, dog. Oh, man. He I had to jump with, with the shit slicked back. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> he was killing the game back then. I bet he just went by pal. Pow, pow. Come on, give us that pow, yeah. pow, girl. Yeah, oh, I'm going. Come on over, pow, pow. Yeah, come on over there, pow. <laughs> oh. Cleanse your COVID. IO episode 91. Uh, thank y'all so much for listening, man. We love y'all to death. You could have shut the fuck up shirts are flying out of my hands. I'm about to go get to that right now. Those of you that ordered them across the world, I'm going to send them to you. Uh, yeah, man. Love y'all to death. We'll be back next week, as always. Marcus, take us out. All right, man. Thank you guys for listening to the Illegal Peoples Podcast, the podcast for people that don't like podcasts. Again, hope you guys have a safe or had safe weekend. Um, love you. Thanks for tuning in. 
You know, we're going to be here every goddamn Sunday on your favorite streaming services. So uh, tell a friend, tell a friend. We out this bitch. You heard me? All right. Be safe. Show love. Peace.